You've just accessed Shekinah glory, the place where God dwells among His people. Prepare now to receive the Lord as Pastor Rex Ricks connects you to the power of God through the prophetic revelatory preaching and teaching of the Word of the Kingdom of God. Experience the revelation of Jesus Christ on another level from the place where God dwells among His people. Now, hear the Word of the Lord. How many knows that once you receive Jesus Christ, you are made anew? Anybody knew that? Who, who doesn't know that? You didn't know? Well, today you're going to discover that. So let's begin reading um, at verse chapter number 6. And I would that you read out loud with the voice of triumph and just to give you a little bit of review and succinct. The, the reason why Apostle Paul, um, again, penned this particular letter, he was writing to combat errors that were going on in that particular church and to let uh, believers or show believers that once you receive Christ, you have everything you need. That was a good place to say amen. Once you receive Jesus Christ, you have everything that you need. There's no reason to, to follow human philosophy, man's ideologies, man's teachings. There's no reason to search for any other. Why? Because even God deemed it fit that the fullness of the Godhead, talking about God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, dwell in Christ. Are you with me? Well, let's begin reading at verse 6. Again, we're talking about being rooted in Christ. Ready? Let's read. And now, just as you have accepted Christ as your Lord, you must continue. Now, all over this place, listen, uh, read out loud. Amen. Read strong. Let the person know that the sitting next to you that this person is intelligent. And let me tell you something. Fellas, women love a deep voice. And fellas, <laughs> let's read <laughs> verse 7. Let your roots grow. Then your faith will grow strong in the truth you are taught, and you will overflow with thankfulness. Now, let your roots grow down in him, and let your lives be built on him. Now, I asked this question on last week, uh, and you don't have to raise your hand, but well, yeah, well, if this is you, raise your hand. Now, those who are saying, Pastor, I'm born again. I've received Jesus as my personal Lord and Savior. Now, if you did that um, because you were forced to do that, or if you received Jesus against your will, raise your hand. Anybody said, Pastor, I didn't want it. They made me do it. So you consciously at that moment, whenever that day was, you said enough is enough and I want Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I want a better life. So if that was you, notice verse 6 said, if that's the case, you must continue to follow him. Are you with me? Now, I'm going somewhere because um, on last week I mentioned that how when you are born again, your spirit man, the real you, is, a made, is made excuse me, alive to God. You were born in sin, in shaping, in iniquity. So you were born in darkness. And up until that time that you received Christ, that spirit part of you was spiritually dead. And at the moment you received Christ, that man, that woman becomes alive to God. Now, the only problem is it becomes alive already connected to a system or a way of doing things that it is not accustomed to. That explains, well, I'm saved, but I still have perverted thoughts. The mind has to be renewed. 
I'm saved, but I still like engaging in this. The mind has to be renewed. I'm saved, but I still, the mind has to be renewed. Why? Because you were recreated anew. But I have to allow my roots to grow deep in him. And let me tell you something. That's not going to come by way of just showing up on Sunday in midweek services. No, there has to be a consistent practice of hearing the word, declaring the word, whereby old ideologies, beliefs are uprooted or else uh, uh, we'll be like, and, and, I'm, and I'm going somewhere at this because now let's go to uh, Revelation uh, chapter 2 and look at the church of Ephesus because what happens, we'll get to that place because I'm not renewing my mind and since I'm doing those same old, same old things, guess what? Our love for God will begin to wane. So what happens now? We leave our first love. Are you with me? Who wants change? And see, 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 let me me say something, man. I I don't know why people don't understand this, but you have to be aggressive. You you have to be intense. See, when I'm working on something, I don't have time to spend hours on social media looking at posts and pics and reading. No, I'm trying to get my mind regulated. I want to stop doing the nonsense. And see, here's the thing. You wake up again in a routine that's been going this way for up 10 years. And the only way I can change it, I got to begin to dig new furrows. So I have to hear this word day and night. Then that's going to cause the transformation. And you start doing an about face. But let me tell you something. Because every Christian should speak the same thing. And the reason why we don't is because there are many who fail to renew their mind. How is it that we can read the same Bible but have different opinions and thoughts and ideologies? We should be speaking the same, the truth. And look, every believer, if we're studying the, the, the Word of God, we should be speaking that whether you're Baptist, Methodist, Pentecostal, Church of God, or uh, non-denomination, interdenomination, if Jesus is Lord of our lives, we should speak the same thing. Why? Because we are, our citizenship is of the kingdom of heaven, ruled by one king. But since there are many who fail to renew their minds, we say different things. Then we start making allotments for our nonsense. And I'm saying that because there should be, I, I keep saying this, there should be a difference. Are you here? No, no, no. Let, me say, let me show you something. Let, let's go back to Colossians 2. Let's read verses 8, 9, and 10. Let me show you something. Because we're talking about being rooted, right? So in order for me to be rooted, my foundation has to be solid. That way, if if my foundation is solid, I won't be capricious in my behavior. What do you mean? Flowing with every wind of doctrine. One day I'm over here. One day I'm over here. I'm back and forth, just like a pendulum. I don't know what's what, just like the church of Laodicea, that we neither cold nor hot. Are you here? Don't let anyone capture you with what? Empty philosophies and high-sounding nonsense that come from human thinking. There are a lot of intellectuals out there. But, and I've said this, and the scripture says there's no wisdom, no counsel, no understanding outside the knowledge of God. Um, Being that there are a lot of people who are super intelligent, but none is greater than the living God. Now, and I've said this, and this is not minimizing anyone's achievements but when you are in a room of with whoever of the whoever greatest philosophers whoever 
you who are filled with Holy Spirit, at that moment, you are the most intelligent one in the room because of the wisdom and knowledge of Holy Spirit. That was, Lord, y'all. Because, see, I love listening to different individuals, but I listen. And when you hear people, if you really listen, you're like, you're really not saying much. Sound very eloquent. It, it, I mean, when you spit it out, I mean, it was wow. But when you really listen, like, man, I, I, I see straight through that. I'm only talking to Christians. I'm only talking to Christians. For in Christ lives all the fullness of the, is y'all still here? What did I lose you at? You still here? Pastor, get, get ready. Just, just get on, just get on, no seriously, get, get on reserve. Just, just on standby. <laughs> For in Christ lives what? All the fullness, all the fullness of the Godhead. I shared that earlier. So you are what? Complete. Don't you ever let anyone tell you you're not complete in Christ. You are complete. Yeah, but Pastor, but you don't know the environment in which I was raised. You don't know the history of my mother, the history of my father. Yeah, but in Christ, you, the new you, you just need to renew your mind according to the word. So you are complete in him through the union who is the head of what? Over every rule and authority. Keep going. When you came to Christ, hold on, hold on. You were circumcised, but not by a physical procedure, as in the old covenant. Watch this. But, hold on, hold on. But Christ performed a spiritual circumcision, excuse me, the cutting away of your sin. So, so, so when, when, when you came in covenant with him, he cut away all that nonsense. Well, why do I keep doing it? Because my mind hadn't been renewed. But it has been cut away. Okay? Watch this. For you were buried with Christ when you were what? Baptized. It's the spiritual baptism. Not you being dipped in water. That's good to be baptized, which signifies the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. But again, he's talking about that, that spiritual circumcision. When he went down, you went down. When he got up, you got up. So it's not literally a baptism that saves you. It's you confessing with your mouth to the Lord Jesus the bapti- the, just being baptized just symbolizes what took place, but that is not how you get saved. Because you can get baptized and not receive Jesus, and you just got a free bath. <laughs> just got wet. For you were buried with Christ when you were baptized and, and, and raised with him. Where? To what? What kind of life? What kind of life? What kind of life? What kind of life? New life because you trusted the mighty power of God who raised Christ. Let's go all the way to verse 14. Let me show you something. You were dead because of your, now, didn't I, I, I said last week that you were born what? Into sin. And I said you were what? Spiritually dead. Well, I think it was today I said your spirit man was dead, right? At the moment Adam disobeyed God, he was spiritually separated and alienated from the presence of God. Dead spiritually. So when you were born, you were born spiritually dead. You were born, you were dead because of your sins and because of your sinful nature was not what? Yet cut away. Then God made you. So when you're born again, that spirit man of you becomes alive. And God knows only what he or she is awakened to. Imagine waking up and you're like, what's that taste? Mm. What's that? (laughs) Then God made you alive in Christ for he what? Forgave all your sins. He canceled canceled the record of charges against you and took it away by what? Nailing it. Now let's go back. That was just for your hearing. Let's go to Revelation. Let me show you something. Now I wanted you to see that spirit man is, is alive now. 
And let me tell you something. We learned this Friday, the spirit is willing. Your spirit, the real you, is always willing to do the right thing. Yes, it is. No, it is. Because you hear your spirit. Don't do that. Don't say that. But you know why it often falls to flesh? Because the flesh is weak. And let me tell you something. You can pray for five hours and come out of prayer. I mean, you really, you and God went at it. I mean, you were like, oh, man. And guess what? Your flesh will still be weak. I mean, you, I mean, you were like, nah, 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 nah. I mean, five hours, ten hours straight. And I know, I know some of you pray longer. I, this just, I'm using it as a gauge. Don't, it's not an insult to your prayer life. But even after having prayed for 20 hours straight, your flesh will still be weak. Now, let me tell you what happens. If you pray like that and you study often, although your flesh is weak, the real you is built up now. And now your flesh has to follow the dictates of the spirit and not the spirit falling after the flesh. So even though the, and I'm saying that to say your flesh going to remain weak until Christ come and you receive a glorified body. And, underst- and having understood that, that makes it all the more urgent for the believer to be steadfast in the things of God. Whereby you can be led by the spirit. Hmm. And, and see, somebody, uh, somebody just got a revelation. So why do I keep knowing, why do I st- keep still having these thoughts? Because the mind isn't renewed. A righteous man may fall seven times, 70, 7,000, <laughs> but it gets back up again. But watch this. The more your mind is renewed, the less you will find yourself. So if I keep it, so if there's a consistent habit of doing it, then that means I need to be more aggressive in renewing my mind in that area. Because you could be good in one area. Like some people, some people don't have a problem honoring God with the tithe and offering. You're disciplined in that area, but it's those other areas. Whereas on the other side, this person may be solid over here, but disregard concerning their, God concerning their tithes and offering. I mean, what happens then? My mind needs to be renewed. See, and that's why you have to challenge. There's nothing wrong with doing this. Size it up against the word. You have to challenge beliefs, thoughts, whether or not these are of God. And anything that's not of God, guess what? Am I talking to Christians? Listen, again, I'm, even though this is going out and everyone hears it, I'm specifically talking to Christians. So at least all the Christians said, Pastor, I feel you. I follow you. Are you with me? Because whatever habits you had before Christ, the same tendencies and proclivities will still try to haunt you. Although that old man is dead, it's not the man, it's the mind. The man is made anew. The man is fine. It's the mind that needs renewing. Did you hear what I said? It's not the man. The man is made new. It's the mind of the man or the woman. Now, this particular church at one point was on fire for the Lord, but because of life, their love began to wane. And look what the scripture says. Ready? Let's read. Write this letter to the church of who? Where? The church where? The same church that Apostle Paul said, listen, I pray that the Lord give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation that your understanding. His prayer for this church was, man, I pray that every area where your vision is obscured, every area of your life, that there's no revelation that God shows you the understanding on that thing. Keep walking. Uh, keep going. Let's go to verse 2. I know all the things. Well, let's go back to verse 2. Two. Everyone reading. I know 
Now, listen, pastor is on standby, so I need you to read out loud. Come on. I. Now, now he was talking about the Nicolaitans. They were the Christians in the church who, you know, shouted on Sunday, but did all kind of nonsense throughout the week. So in certain areas, they were like, okay, strict, but still they lost their first love. Even though I'm not really on fire like I used to be, I still have no tolerance for people playing church. That's what, it, that's what he's saying. Are you with me? Are you here? I know all the things that you do. I've seen your hard work and your patient endurance. I know that you don't tolerate evil people. You have examined the claims of those who say they are apostles but are not. You have discovered they are liars. Keep going. You have patiently suffered for me without quitting. But I have this one complaint against you. You don't love me or each other as you first did. Notice, look how far you've fallen. And I've been asking this question throughout this series what happened? Think about that at that moment when you really received Jesus for real, for real, how excited you were. I mean, nobody could stop you everywhere you went. You were a shining light, a beacon of light for the gospel of Jesus. You was, matter of fact, you are God's representative in the earth. Yeah, you are. You are ambassadors of Christ. Every Christian, that is. Are you with me? Uh, but I have this one complaint against you. You do not love or you don't love me or each other as you what? Notice he said, look how far you've fallen. Turn back to me and do the works you first did. If you don't repent, I will come and remove. Again, that lampstand, it's not talking about they will lose their salvation, but your witness in the city will, will lose its strength. I told you then, Ephesus today is modern-day Turkey, which is 98% Islamic now. So I submit to you the reason why it's 98% is because their witness was so weak. And I told you earlier, people would go with the first train. When I'm in search of something, I'm going to follow anybody who sounds logical. That sounds viable, sounds a little bit of truth, or sounds true. And that's why you see so many different religions now, because Christians are worried about bigger houses, bigger cars, more jewelry. God bless all that. But, but there's something more important than that, and that's seeking first the kingdom of God. How many souls received Christ as a result of your position? And let me tell you something. If you are in your purpose, in that thing or doing that thing that you believe God has called you to do, let me say something. There are people in that sphere. There are people in that arena that you are supposed to reach. If you are a Christian professional ball player, there are people in that arena that you are supposed to reach. If you are a Christian scientist, there are people in that arena that you are supposed to reach. If you are a Christian physician, there are people in that arena that you are supposed to reach. If you are a Christian whatever, whatever your field of expertise, whatever your place of employment, whatever your occupation is, there are people that should be affected because you are the salt of the earth and the light of the world. And, and we can't say, I don't want to bother anybody. Let's go chapter, mm. are y'all still here? This is too much review for you today. I want to jump ahead. Let's go to Revelation <clears throat> 3, 15 through 17 message. Let's look at those at Laodicea. For the person who said, man, I, I don't want to, no, I, I don't want to let people do what they want to do. Yeah, but you have a responsibility as a Christian to say something. And if you think other people aren't saying anything, why are they growing? You know why, they, why they're growing? Because people are saying something. I know you inside and out and find little to my liking. Notice he's talking to the church. And even today, 
this is true of the body of Christ today. You are not cold. You are not hot. Far better to be either cold or hot. You are stale. And there's nothing like being, you don't want to be a stale Christian. And, it, and, and listen, let me tell you something. Your salvation is not something that should be hid, should be kept in the closet. No, we seen that last week. Do you put a city on a hill so it can't be seen? Do you, you light a lampstand only to hide it? So you as a Christian is not something that's just person between me and Jesus. No, he said, go throughout all the world and tell people about our relationship. Not, that's personal. I don't think anybody should know that aspect of my life. You're not a true disciple. As a matter of fact, if he's been that good, you tell people about the not, you tell people about Jody, you met at the club, who stood you up three times and if you want to keep something here, keep Jody in the closet. Nancy, we're missing it. And I'm saying this, guys, because Christians have, not all, there's always a remnant that's still on fire. But when you look throughout the body of Christ, Christians have become, a great number have become stale. And we make everything about us. We're just trying to acquire more. For what? And I say this all the time. There's nothing that you can acquire here. That the Lord looks and says, wow, I'm impressed. He's not impressed. You look at the blueprint of heaven, you won't even confess what you have anymore. Bugatti or not, God is not impressed. So my question to you, why as a Christian do you feel like nobody needs to know that you're saved? If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God, please visit ShekinahGloryFC.com or download our church app from iTunes App Store or Google Play by searching Shekinah Glory FC and click Give to make your donation.